Hey guys, it's Mina. Hey y'all, I'm Ashley. And welcome back to Through Through the the Cracks. in advance because my voice is going to be a little shaky. Uh, I had a cold over the weekend and I coughed so much that I, I, I made myself hoarse. So um, yeah, I, I kind of lost my voice and it, it goes in and out every now and then. So uh, Too many raves, Mina. You really got to chill out. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's the raves, man. It's I've been going with Kelsey. <laughs> See, there it goes. My voice goes out when I'm laughing specifically. I don't know. Whatever. It's okay. We don't have to worry about breaking anybody's eardrums today, then. Yeah. For once. Yeah. <laughs> we laugh very loud, and we always, like, sound like we're suffocating when we laugh, too. I know, and it's quite aggressive, and, we, like, you know, gasp. I lean forward when I laugh, <laughs> which means I'm always leaning into the microphone. Yeah. Because every single one of you just needs the intricate details of my laugh, obviously. Clearly. Another interesting thing that we're doing is, um, we're actually recording in the car, because... Hear me out. I know this sounds weird. We were sitting in the car and we were having a really deep conversation and had the realization that we have a lot of really deep conversations just like sitting parked in my car. You know, like we'll get back from doing something and then we'll just be in the middle of a conversation and so we'll stay in the car until we're done and we don't get done though. Three hours pass and it's yeah. finally when somebody texts, Why are you sitting in the cul de sac? Yeah, they're like, Are you home? <laughs> Your car's here and we're like uh, yeah, we were just talking, and, I don't know, got carried away. Yeah, I just drove Half the back. time our phones die, we lose track of time. Exactly. I just drove back from Alabama, parked my car in my driveway, and then walked down the driveway and sat in Mina's car. Yeah, I had just gotten home from running errands. I was out. So, I bought a bunch of new furniture because I'm moving into a new house, and I'm very excited about it. But, um, so, we're going to try a new thing. Now, we've got a lot of new things going on. I'm moving into a new house. Ashley's kind of moving and doing a weird thing. So, life update, um, for anybody who's related to me that's listening, you might find out this information through the pod and not through <laughs> me. My bad. Oops. I was accepted to both Kennesaw State University and University of Alabama at Huntsville. Um, so, I'm going back to school in the spring. Yay. And hopefully finishing up my degree by next December. Yay. And so now I just have to decide where I'm going to school. It's decision time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, um, this is the time for pros, cons, and prayer. (laughs) Pros, cons, and prayer. I like that. Thank you. That has been one of my. That could be an Instagram caption. You know, I think it might be once I decide where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say like, finally going back to school thanks to pros, cons, and prayer. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) But like with life being up in the air, that's. Where I've decided that that's going to be my new thing. It's just, I know that for the next foreseeable future, every probably six to eight months, my life will once again be up in the air. So That's okay. Why not just let it be until you actually can get a definitive answer? That's so, fair. here we are. Yeah, I'm uh, moving into a new house, as I said, and um, I've got some really awesome roommates that I'm very excited about. And, yeah, I've been, like, decorating and, like, buying new furniture and all kinds of stuff, and I'm really excited about it, and I love decorating. Like, everyone in my family is very 
into design and like every time I came home when I was living at college my house would be completely rearranged because my mom just likes to redo rooms for fun like she's like I don't know I needed a change like it's just something we do you know like two o'clock in the morning and I'm like you know I just kind of want to move my room around yeah I mean, the new bathroom that she did is my favorite with that black accent wall. Oh, yeah, that was nice. It's my current favorite. Yeah, the black and gold. That was kind of cool. Yeah. But anyway, so I've been work season slowing down a little bit now. Thankfully, I'm so grateful for my job. But, oh, my gosh, I was getting really, like, spread thin. Mm -hmm. Spread thin for a hot minute there. Um, Anyway, I was not doing well, (laughs) to be completely honest. We were really skating on the thinnest ice that could possibly be. Like, the ice broke. I definitely, I fell through the ice multiple times. It's okay. Um, It happens, you know? It's just, it's a thing that happens. And we're finally getting back onto solid ice. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's still slippery, but it's solid ice. Yes. So, there's that. Um, And, yeah, my work's slowing down. Everything's kind of starting to mellow out. Got a podcast going on, all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Ashley's getting her stuff figured out. We're, we're doing it, guys. We'll, we'll get there, you know. They'll We've be... been going through it for, like, a long time. Yes, both, both Mina and I, at least for the last month and a half, our lives have been very up in the air. Um, and finally, we're we're starting to put down some roots. It has been. make decisions. Balls to the wall. Absolute hell breaking loose in every direction. I've, like, literally, it was just one thing after another. Like, yeah. It was just, I had a really long October, November, and then Thanksgiving, everything was starting to slow down. The day after Thanksgiving, someone rear-ended me. Yeah. Someone rear-ended me and totaled my car. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> this, this has to be a joke. This <laughs> has to be a joke. Is there a camera somewhere? Someone tell me there's a hidden camera, because, like, this cannot be serious. She uh, me, and I was like, this is why I'm not allowed to leave the state. This every is, time this you leave the reason. state, something horrible happens. You're screwed if I move. Yeah. Absolutely screwed. Yeah. At least it won't be like Skyline. You'll be able to get in touch with me. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so someone rear-ended me, totaled my car, um, on top of having to work and having to figure out my, like, it's been such a pain trying to move. Like, I'm buying furniture and I can't put it in my car. I went and bought a bed and they had to try to fit it in my car through the side door. Which, I mean, it, it did. It did. It was a pain. It did. But really... Yeah. <laughs> really? That's where we're at. But thankful for my friends, my awesome friends. Shout out to T Greg. Tyler is gonna help me move. Uh since I can't, you know, open my trunk. <laughs> the yikes. The biggest of yikes. The biggest of yikes. It's bad. It's pretty bad. I'm not supposed to drive my car, but I have to work, so I don't have a choice for right now. My favorite thing is my mom came outside. I don't know why. And she calls me and she goes. I didn't realize how bad Mina's car was. (laughs) Yo, when we were, okay, we took a trip to Knoxville for my work, and her mom calls us and goes, does Mina know she has a flat tire? This is after my car's been totaled. I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) My car has a what now? And she was like, a flat tire. And I'm like, is it just, like, low? Like, did Beto just decide to, like, check the tire pressure just because he felt like it that day? Like, is that just a mood he was in? Or, like, is it, like... Yeah. Or or, or was it, like, actually visibly, like, flat? And so my sister went out and took a picture and sent it to me. And I was like, oh, it's it's on the ground. It is literally, like, it's flat, flat. Yeah. As flat as flat gets. Like, the only thing between... The, the tire, uh, you know, what's it called? Barrel, the inside, whatever it is. The thing that the tire attaches to and the... The wheel? The wheel or what? I don't know. I don't know car mechanics. The tire is the rubber piece. Yeah, and then so... Like the wheel. There was literally just the tire was completely flat.
So the tire was completely flat. <clears throat> and there was, like, just rubber. It was, I don't know. It was just one of those things that was like, okay, really, one more thing. She told me, and I called my mom to tell her, and I was sitting on the floor talking to my mom. We're staying at her friend's house, and I start crying. I start crying talking to my mom about the flat tire on my totaled car that I can't drive, and I was like... As we're gearing up to drive home, because it's been flat for two days, two days at that point, Yeah, couldn't do anything about it because we were in a different state. Right. And then I had, oh, luckily, I had planned that week that I didn't have anything on Monday and Tuesday, no. so I literally came home and spent two days trying to change, because I didn't think there was a, I couldn't get to the, the spare tire because like I couldn't open the trunk. Mina learned how to, or that she has a spare. Yeah. And that it's a full-size spare, ladies <clears throat> no, and gentlemen. No, it's not. It's oh, a, a donut? donut? Yeah. Dang. I know. So, I couldn't get to the freaking spare tire oh. because I can't open the trunk. So, it's like, okay, fine, like, I'll change it, you know, like, I learned how to change it once. Um... Thank you, Life Lessons by Butto. Yes, Life Lessons by Butto. But I learned how to change it once, so, like, I can change it, but I it, I couldn't get it off because the um, lug nuts were rusted on, so I had to call someone for help. Um, and so, luckily, one of my friends <laughs> who, came. Who did you call for help, Mina? Um, I just feel like we shouldn't be calling out names. Okay. Um, but um, a, a, a friend. A good friend. A very good friend. Genuinely, he is a good friend to me. He's a great dude. He's a great dude. I have dude. never said that he's not a great dude to the people he cares about. Like, he'll go above and beyond for his friends. Absolutely. Like, if he can, he will. Yeah. For his friends. Like, he's Oh, no, he's yeah. Great he was, like, in the middle of work, and he dropped work to come and help me, and I was yeah. very grateful for that. Like, followed me to the tire store and everything yeah, and make sure I got there soon. He's phenomenal, and he's the person you would call in those situations. He, he is. He definitely is. Um, like, literally, it happened, and I was like, who do I call? that's who I call. I know that's who I call because I know he's going to be able to help me. He's going to be strong enough and he will like do anything yeah. for his friends. There's, there's nobody else that if you had called and asked what to do, I would have told you to call. In it. case you haven't figured it out by now, it's her ex. Yeah. Um, it is my ex-boyfriend. I did not talk to him, but the one thing I will always say about him is he will go above and beyond for the people that he cares about, especially in those types of situations. Cause he, he would never leave somebody on the side of the road. When oh, we yeah. were together, his ex before me called because her car had broken down, and he went out and jumped her car. Yeah. Like, he will go above and beyond for the people he that is, he cares yeah, about. Yeah, he's a very, very good person, and I'm very appreciative. I'm grateful, and, you know, just because someone's your ex doesn't mean that they can't be your friend, and doesn't mean that, like, if you are, are friends with your friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever, and then they break up, if you have a friendship outside of them, unless they exclusively ask you for a very specific and valid reason to not communicate with them, then I think it's completely fine to stay friends with those people that your yeah. friends break up with. Yeah, uh, I had been, you know, I, I knew this relationship was coming to an end. Choosing sides. Yes, and when I finally, you know, I, I hit my point and I knew the relationship had to end, I told everybody, I had several friends that were friends with him outside, and I was like, y'all have a friendship that's separate from us. I'm ending my relationship with him, but I will never ask you to do that because we did not have a knockout, dragout fight that... I couldn't bear the sight of him or the You don't have knockout, dragout fights with anyone. No, I don't do that. Um, but it wasn't a situation to where I felt like he was a horrible person, that people shouldn't be friends with him. You know, if it had been a 
a type of situation to where I could never hear his name again, it might have been different, but I told you, I told my cousin, I told several people who are friends with him that I want y'all to stay friends. This is not something that should end your friendship because our relationship is over, you know. There are times where picking sides is completely understandable. I... I have ended friendships with people because their relationship ended. For me, several of them have been because I was only friends because they were my friend's girlfriend. Right. And others have been that person was so bad to my friend that right. even though we are friends, I no longer trusted them. I think that applies to friends, too, though, not just significant others because I have a few friends that I thought were going to be lifelong friends that I thought were going to be people that were going to be in my wedding or you know going to be there forever you know going to be like quote unquote aunt and uncle to my kids and yeah. stuff and then they they just it didn't work out that way mm-hmm. and it may, it's something that definitely bothers me still to this day and breaks my heart that those people left and left the way they did and why they did because in my opinion and the opinion of most people who know it's it was very unnecessary reasons because it was one of those choosing sides things but in a way where they were they weren't choosing my ex they were just choosing not me even though I was their friend their best friend and then they just kind of up and left and just were like sorry deuces and didn't give me a reason didn't give me an explanation until months later or years later when I asked and I was like what happened Where did you go? You didn't say anything. You just kind of left. Yeah. Like, what was that about? And Friendship ghosting. Right. That's just the whole thing. And and I, there are definitely people that I would be uncomfortable with a significant other being friends with. Or, like, us being friends with, you know? Like, there are certain people that both of us have, like, friendship-wise that neither one of us would want the other person to communicate with because we know that they're bad friends. Not because we're trying to be controlling or anything, but because I don't want my friends to be put in the same situation, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, there are picking sides in breakups. There are picking sides in the relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, when people are like, well, I don't like your significant other, so I'm out. Yeah. That, to me, is so f- effed up. Like, that's uh, that, literally... Okay, that... So, we decided the way we're going to start doing the top the podcast is um, new kind of thing is we're just going to pick a topic and we're going to give you our opinions on it and just go from there, you know? And, and a little bit less informational and statistics and more conversation. I mean, I'm still going to be pulling out statistics because Which is fine because fact-checking, you know? We got to fact-check because yeah. we are about the accuracy here. Christ. We do not spread fake news. <laughs> This this is definitely an opinions episode, and we really want to know what you y'all think about this, because I don't feel like we get into enough the way that Mina processes information versus the way I process information. Because it is very different. They are drastically different. We often come to the same conclusion, but in very different ways, mm-hmm. and there are some things that we just vehemently disagree on. Oh, yeah. Which is um, fine. I mean, this this topic, picking sides, is definitely mm-hmm. one that... We agree on a hundred percent. I also want to say, like, every situation is different, so there is never a blanket statement. Exactly, we're saying like picking sides because you don't like somebody's significant other is bad, but also I know there are situations to where 
it becomes a toxic environment for you. Mm-hmm. So you're not, it's not just because, well, I don't like your significant other. I've been in a situation where it's like, you are drawing me into your relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not a part of it. Right. If you hate your significant other that much, leave. But like, I, I can't be a part of this. And if our friendship is only you talking about how much you have issues with your significant other and trying to draw me into it. I'm setting a boundary. I can't be in this friendship. Like, if right. we can have a friendship that does not involve him, absolutely. Right. Like, have a conversation about it, though. Don't just ghost them. Correct. <clears throat> like, literally, be like, look, I'm your friend, and I love you, and I want you to know that this is how this has been coming across to me, and it makes me uncomfortable, and this is why. That's completely fine, and that's completely understandable. I know that there was definitely times when I was very consumed in my relationship, and I spent more time with him than anybody else, and um, I, you, I tried really hard to be conscious about the people I was spending time with and, and dividing my time equally and all kinds of things like that when I was in a relationship, but um, there was definitely a friend of mine who was misinterpreting some of the things that I had said or done or whatever and so it was making her like upset because she thought that I wasn't making enough time for her and I was making time for him or like I would answer the phone when he called me when I was with her but I answer the phone when anybody calls just because I don't know if somebody needs me you know like if someone's calling me I'm I'm gonna answer the phone unless I'm in a situation where I legitimately cannot answer the phone so she was misinterpreting things because she just does things differently and so we sat down and had a conversation with it cleared up the misunderstanding and everything was fine so all it takes is a a conversation truly but back to um like ghosting your friends or picking sides in a relationship in the sense of like well I don't like your boyfriend so I'm not going to be friends with you anymore Mm -hmm. in my personal opinion that's effed up like that's really effed up like I have had lots of friends that have had horrible boyfriends horrible abusive mentally physically like absolutely like rapey like awful awful boyfriends horrible people and I never ever once left their side even though I hated them and I I, like even though they may be uncomfortable or would give me like weird vibes or say weird things or whatever it was I never left my friend's side because I knew that if that relationship imploded eventually which it probably would in all of them that I thought at the that have had that happen have imploded I was going to be there at the end to comfort them and to be there for them and to be supportive because that's what friends do. Yeah. That's what friends do. If they ask for your opinion or if it becomes to the point where they're in danger or you're in danger, you say something to them. Be like, look, I noticed this. Are you okay? Are they physically hurting you? Because if they are, you need to say something about it. Like, support your friends. Don't just fucking ghost them. Yeah. That's messed up. Absolutely. Especially because, I mean, I truly believe, and this may be 18 years of friendship with Mina talking that significant others like they come and go like maybe until like you're married you know but you if you're leaving that friendship over somebody who may not be around the next year especially without a conversation with that person then you are in the wrong i agree you're losing somebody who should matter more than your dislike of somebody else right Exactly. And I feel like that's the way it comes across is I don't love you enough to have a conversation and manage my dislike of this person to continue to be there for you. Right. I know for a fact Mina has always been great about separating her relationship and her friendships. Like, 
it, I mean, it kind of helped that it was long distance, but, It you wasn't know, long distance if, for the first year and a half, Yeah, though. but, you know, no matter where y'all were, like, you separated, I'm spending time with my friends, mm-hmm. I'm spending time with my significant other, and then y'all would have times where you'd all hang out together, but right. you weren't, like, a... I would never I'm all over you. No, yeah, kind of no. Couple. I was I was not like the like lovey dovey. Like I'm really not big on PDA to yeah. begin with. And so I wasn't really lovey dovey. There was very few times and if it ever was, it was very minimal. Like I'd sit next to him, you know? Like if it's late at night we're watching a movie with a bunch of friends, sit next to him, put my head on his shoulder. Like it was never like we're making out the in the corner. Right. Like we were not like the making out in the corner people. Like yeah. I know people like that. I okay, I work sorority events and I see people like literally standing like in in the very bright light areas and macking on each other which is like fine if that's your vibe that's your vibe man but that was not at all my vibe and it's never been my vibe and it'll probably never be my vibe so I wasn't like that you know and I never ever ever made my friends who I knew didn't like my significant other hang out with my significant other I was aware of that I was conscious and I was courteous to the fact that it's like okay one of my best friends was not the biggest fan of of my significant other and he just had no interest in being around him and or being friends with him or being included in anything with him and I was like okay that's fine Mm -hmm. we don't have to hang out with him like we have a friendship outside of him that has exceeded many years Mm -hmm. past my relationship so that's fine and like he my relationship my ex was very understanding about the fact that he has been one of my good friends for years like all through high school and everything we spent a lot of time together our families were close so obviously there was conversations that happened to be able to have that distinction but he never that best friend never left me because he didn't like my ex he always still stayed my friend and just kept his distance from my ex which was fine they were capable of being like cordial if when it if be. they had to be right like if i threw like a party and we had friends giving right where we they had were friends giving they were they there passed a hello yeah. and sat on opposite sides of the table which was fine and and neither one of them exploded and it was that was very mature of both of yeah. them and i'm very grateful that they were able to do that or like my birthday you know different mm-hmm. things where it's like we're getting a big group together fine you're gonna be in a big group suck it up and be mature there's gonna be people you don't like it's just how life goes you're not gonna like everyone that you pass you know so I don't know I just think it's really childish to leave a friend because you don't like their significant other because unless it's changing your friendship it shouldn't matter and if it is changing your friendship then a conversation needs to be had before you cut ties absolutely I just think it's very high school to just like pick up and leave or just even middle school I was about to say middle school it's just very juvenile it's and I know it's hard seeing your friend with somebody that you don't like but one of the biggest things to remember is you don't know them like that person does yeah that's a good thing you have always done Ashley's done a really good job with that like throughout my whole relationship is she was always like even though I see more than anyone else sees of this relationship. I know that you know him way more than I do. Yeah, there are things uh, about her significant other, like my friend's significant others, that I will never see because y'all have such an intimate relationship. That's mm-hmm. what being in a relationship relationship is. is, you know. And I know them very platonically. I know the person that not necessarily they want me to see, but. Because I, I always see a little bit more, like, I'm, I'm best friends with you, right. and I have some other friendships where I have a more intimate, like, relationship with their significant others. Not the point. 
the point is, no matter how well I think I know that person, I will never know them to the extent that their significant other does. Okay. So if there are things that I don't like, one of the things I always remember is, okay, I'm in a situation to where I have solid enough relationships with these people that I can confront them and say, hey, I noticed this. I, I just didn't like it. You know, I'm concerned. And they can say, this is a one-off, or it was misconstrued, or no, you're right, that was messed up, we had a fight about it, or I'm leaving, you know, whatever it is. But I have made sure that I have a solid... It gives you the opportunity to be there for your friends. Exactly. I make sure that I have a solid enough relationship with them, but always remember, like, if you're going to have that conversation, don't make it accusatory. Don't be like, your boyfriend sucks because... Right. They may suck. Trust me, they might. But if you walk into the situation, they're going to get defensive if you walk in like that. Always walk in and be like, hey, I'm coming to you because I noticed this thing, overheard this thing, saw this thing, and it made me concerned and I wanted to bring it up to you and hear where you're coming from or if you know about this. Mm -hmm. You know, I I know it's a horrible reference to make, but it's one of those, hey girl, like I just thought you should know type of situations like always walk in with that same kind of I hate saying walk on eggshells but in this situation do it yeah like you are the one walking in placing yourself in their relationship walk on eggshells right because as much as you may think you have the right you might not right there are times where one of my best friends her now ex-boyfriend acted a lot like my ex and I walked into the situation one day and I was like, I know you're going to hate this comparison and I'm so sorry, but I can't not say it. A lot of these things that you notice and have confronted me about in my relationship, I'm seeing in him. And I just wanted to know if you noticed them, if you want advice on how like I managed and we talked through it, like this is the situation. And sometimes it would be, oh my god, I didn't even notice, because you need the outside perspective. And others, it was like, I've given up on trying to fix that, and now I don't know what to do. I heard a really awesome analogy the other day where someone said, you can't beat up on yourself for not seeing the red flags, because if you're standing right in front of, like, a picture of flag, right? Mm -hmm. Picture of flag, you're staring at a flag. If you're standing right in front of a flag, and it's blowing at you, it's looking at you, you can't see the color of the flag because it's flat. It's a piece of fabric, right? But to the side, you can see what color the flag is. Mm -hmm. So the people around you may be seeing things that you're not seeing because you're staring directly at the flag. And it's hard to see the color of the flag when you're staring directly at it, right? You've got to take a step back to the side, whatever. Maybe confide in your friends, people who are to the side and maybe Mm -hmm. seeing things differently because there are things that parallels and so on that other people might notice that you won't and we've all been there and there's nothing wrong with that really it's okay it's okay to not know it's okay to not notice it's okay even if okay my red flags were on fire okay like like it was bad to the point where the the red flags were so red that they were on fire and and the flame was so big it could have started a forest fire like I mean it was as obvious as obvious comes and the thing is I was aware yeah, I was self-aware. I saw the red flag and I chose to ignore it. <laughs> and I mean, I chose to ignore it because there were there were things that saved it. There yeah. there was like, you know, the fatal flaw. But 
my friends noticed those things before I did, and the good friends like Ashley would come to me and be like, hey, I noticed this thing. Is it under control? Is everything okay? Is it something you've noticed? Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't, I would be like, no, I haven't. And then I would go look into it. And if it was, then I'd be like, yeah, it's something that we're working on. It's something we talked about, whatever. It's something we're dealing with. So it's okay. And then also her coming to me and saying that she noticed told me that she cared. It told me that she is someone that cares and that I can confide in about the situation so I didn't feel so alone in knowing. Someone else noticed and that person noticing and having been there and seen it for themselves can be there for me as I'm going through trying to figure out how to put out the fire. Yeah. So that's another thing, you know, it gives you, when you see a problem with one of your friend's boyfriends, it gives you the opportunity to be there for them. And I'm not going to lie, I've been there, like, I've definitely been the friend where I, one of my absolute best friends in the world to this day, who I love dearly and one is one of my only friends from high school still, mm had this horrible boyfriend in in high school and she had moved away and so I wasn't really there and I didn't really get to see her often and I was really worried about her because I was worried that but it wasn't like that she wasn't changing she was changing because of his horrible behavior which is what made me worried and I did take a step back from the relationship but it was after I had a conversation with her about it I talked to her I was like look I noticed this thing, I noticed that you're changing in in not so productive ways, like you're getting in a lot of really serious trouble, I want you to know I'm here for you, I love you, like anything I can do to be there for you or help you, let me know, and she was like, it's fine, everything's fine, but then eventually she grew up and she saw, she's like, no, everyone's right, it's not fine, we're not fine, this isn't good, and she got her shit together, and you know, we were able to repair our friendship, which I'm very grateful for, but... Sometimes you have to do that, but first, have a conversation. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how badly it hurt me to have two of my closest friends pick up and leave and not even tell me why or that they were leaving. Literally, I, like, everything was normal one day and then never heard from them again. Yeah. And then the one that I did get to talk to again was not very nice about how she explained why she left me. And I was like, dude... If you had just told me that that was something you were concerned about, I could have eased your mind and and explained that it was a complete misunderstanding, and then we wouldn't be here two years down the line missing each other. Yeah. Like, we could have saved ourselves all of this pain and all of this ridiculousness and all this, like, weird, awkward tension and whatever if you had just told me what was wrong and then maybe listened to me because... I had never been anything but good to her, you know, and a good friend and everything, and I genuinely thought that, like, she was going to be in my wedding one day, and then she just dipped, and that was genuinely something that hurt me really badly, so as a friend who has taken a step back and who has been left for no reason, please have a conversation. Have a conversation with your friends. Like, you owe them that at least, unless they are, like, truly doing something to hurt you, Mm -hmm. like, they're dragging you into something horribly toxic or they're being abusive to you or they're gaslighting you numerous times and like you know not just like a one-time thing like they're they're having a really bad day like I mean numerous times it's a continuous thing like this is a habit that they're just treating you poorly don't just ghost them yeah that's just not a good friend thing to do because chances are your friendship is gonna last longer than whatever crappy relationship they're in if the relationship is really as crappy as you think it is yeah and there's a potential that it's not as crappy as you think it is and you Mina and I have had the conversation specifically with her ex where I told her I need to hear as many of the good things as I do the bad yeah 
Otherwise, I was having a very tainted view of her relationship. Right, because a lot of people have a problem with, like, they only want to talk about the bad things. Like, you only... Right, you vent. Like, when you have a problem, when you have a fight, that's when you're like, oh, my God, he did this, she said that, blah, 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 and then, like, you're complaining and so on, and so then your friends or your family or whoever you're ranting to only sees and hears the bad things, and so then they have a tainted view, and so I had to start... Like, Ashley asked me to... Um, tell her when good things happen and so I started doing that whenever I got like a really sweet good morning text or whenever I got like flowers or some like something good happened I would tell her and I would tell her how excited I was and like how happy I was and she could see that so she saw that there was still good things that I wasn't like you know so yeah but she was also you're really good about being aware of the fact that people do only vent so yeah and I I noticed it because I was accused of doing that mm-hmm. um, in my last relationship, you know, I I did vent a lot specifically to Mina, but my family and him did not have a good relationship, and he thought part of that was because I was complaining to my family, which I made it a point that unless it was serious, not to. I think there were only two occasions to where I looked at my mom. And I think the only thing I said to her was, I'm about to go fight. <laughs> and she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I got this text or this situation went down. I'm PO'd. I'm going over there to talk to him in person because this is just wrong. And that's the amount of information she got from me. Yeah. And then I would But also home. that's just like, hey, I'm letting you know that I have to go have this serious conversation so you don't think I just fell off the grid. Like- exactly. And like, that's kind of where it was. And I had to explain like, no, I'm, I'm not just... I'm not just talking shit, sorry, about this person to my family because they already had a bad relationship and this was a person I wanted a future with. I wasn't going to, I was very adamant to make sure that I could do everything that I could to make sure they had a positive view of him Mm -hmm. outside of obviously things go wrong in relationships, obviously serious conversations need to happen. Mm -hmm. And because he lived close by and I was living with my parents, like I had to tell them you know, I'm going to be over here. I'm going to be off my phone. Like, that was it, though. So, two things to really make sure of, like, actually three. One, always have a conversation with the person if you're noticing these huge issues and red flags that you believe are on fire enough that could constitute them potentially leaving. Like, that's always my thing. Mm-hmm. Was like, is this something to leave over? I'm going to bring it up. Um, two, if somebody's coming to you about this, I know it's difficult, but try your hardest not to be defensive because the majority of the time it's because they care about you. Mm-hmm. And if you're immediately shutting them down, then they don't feel like they have solidity in your relationship. Because that's always been my thing is like in my relationships, friendships specifically, I want to know that I can always speak my mind to them and they can always speak their mind to me. So if I'm noticing something that's causing them a lot of pain in their relationship I want to know that I have the right to say something at least to a minor degree just to bring it up you know it's not my place to be like absolutely dump him the second I see a red flag right but just to bring it up I want to know that I have that and that people would do that for me so try your best not to be defensive hear them out you know half the time it could be something you've already had a conversation about the other half of the time, they're just concerned. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, your friend's just bringing it up because they care about you. 
because they're concerned and because they see something that could be hurting you and they don't want you to get hurt because obviously we care about our friends so you know if if someone's coming to you like plenty of people came to me because I mean there was a lot of red flags in my last relationship not gonna lie there there were a lot of them and a lot of my friends noticed and they would come to me and they'd be like hey man are you okay is everything okay is there anything that I can do like do you need a friend do you need to talk about it like is there something that like we should be concerned about and I always had to assure them like look I'm aware I've always been unusually aware of everything (laughs) um I have this thing with my gut um it's never wrong it has yet to be wrong like I just will have a feeling and six months later we'll find out that it was spot on and I basically convinced myself for the last six months that I was making things up in my head when I absolutely wasn't um so have y'all ever gone on Rotten Tomatoes and you've seen that a movie is bad and (laughs) you just decide to watch it anyway yeah I've been doing that with my life for the last three years yeah that's exactly what Mina does is she looks at the rating and she goes "Mm, it's like a two out of ten you know I think the way I would compare it to is like you know when you're watching a movie and it's like like coming of age teenage something or other and they're like this is gonna be a really horrible decision but it's gonna be a lot of fun and it's always so good for the plot right like I mean (laughs) the movie's so bad it's good exactly twilight 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 it's so bad that it's good solid that is basically, oh my god, that is like my whole relationship. My last relationship was like Twilight. It was so bad that it was good. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> I've never, I've literally never made that comparison before, but I think it's pretty spot on, to be honest. Too bad he didn't sparkle. <laughs> that would have been a plus. Yeah. Ed, yeah. At least Edward sparkled. At least he sparkled. When the sun yeah. hit him, he just, like, glistened, that's you know, like I, a lake glistens. That's oh. all I needed. Like, yeah. you know, I could have looked past a whole lot more if he just shimmered. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go get him some body glitter, you know, see what happens next. Uh, oh, goodness. But, yeah, you know, so, I mean, I never, okay, let me, let's back up and clear. I would never made a decision that I thought was going to get me or someone else hurt ever it was always just things that were like okay this is just bad enough that it's like eh, but not bad enough that's like no hell no walk you that tightrope basically yeah basically i was i was tightrope tightrope walking tightrope tightrope walking yeah i was tightrope walking and i mean it was it was good while i was balancing it was good while i was standing up and then I fell. You did a couple of tricks in the process, though. Uh, I did. Like, one leg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was fun. I was really... <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I know. Um, and then I fell, and I couldn't get back up. Because any... if Okay, I've actually tightrope walked. It's kind of fun. But if you have, then you know, like, if you're tightrope walking and you're high up, you can't... Like, it's almost impossible to get back up on that rope once you've fallen down. It's really hard. Yeah, those nets are significantly lower. Yeah, but, like, I mean, most of the time you're strapped to it, or if you grab it or something, like, it's still hard to pull oh, up on that. Oh, had, had a net. Ah, uh, gotcha. So you yeah. just fell and landed. Yeah, no, like, if you manage to pull yourself up and get back on, like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, like, I don't know how many, I've seen one person do it ever. So. I've never seen anybody do it. Basically, but, that's what happened. I was tightrope walking, and it was okay. I was living on the edge. It was like, ooh, okay, like, we're making this work. This is, like, something that no one thought I could do it. No one thought he could do it. No one thought we could do it. No one thought it was going to last as long as it did or be as good as it was. And then we fell. And there was no going back. 
Yeah. You were not strapped to the rope. You fell into the net. Yeah, no, I was not strapped to the rope. <laughs> no, I was strapped to the rope. I was strapped to the rope. I fell and I was dangling there for a minute and it was really uncomfortable. I had to cut myself loose. Those harnesses, they hurt after a while. These these analogies, you. man, they really have been getting out of hand lately. We're really going in on them. We are. We are going in. That, that was a very vivid description of my relationship in the perspective of right. tightrope walking. That's true. That's true. Um... My last relationship, uh, we had a really bad habit of using analogies horribly wrong. I think it was kind of funny, though. It was definitely a very specific personality trait. <laughs> guys, guys, I would, <laughs> would be part of conversations every once in a while. And for and the longest time... One of I, us would say something and you'd just be like, what? For the longest time, I didn't know y'all were doing it intentionally. Yeah. So I thought... It was kind of like an inside joke. Yeah. But for the longest time, I was just like, are, are y'all... That was the only way we could communicate. Well, not the only way, but it was one of the best ways that we could communicate was, like, giving really weird analogies that somehow made a lot of sense. Like, in context, it was like, yeah, actually, I understood that one. Okay, cool. Moving on, now that we're on the same page. But, like, any other time, couldn't do it. Wasn't happening. Like, straightforward words, nothing. Yeah, but instead of saying, like, the cat's out of the bag, you'd be like, the dog's out of the basket. (laughs) You just, you just changed the whole thing. Like, I don't know how you got from A to B, but okay. Hey, man, it was a very specific personality trait. It really was. But it was fun. That was the point. The point was that it, like, broke up the conversation and it made it kind of funny. It was like icebreakers in the middle of a fight. Yeah, I just didn't realize it was It was, was like intentional. saying I love you when you really want to say I hate you. Like, you know when you're in a fight and, like, like never go to bed angry, you know? Like, you always say I love you even if you hate each other. Like, even if you're mad, you're in the middle of a fight, you say I love you because, like, reassurance. So it's like, I love you, damn it. <laughs> mine, mine is always, I love you, but I don't like you very much right now. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, that's the dogs out of the basket. <laughs> <laughs> If you know, you know. If you know, you know. It's and just, I do not know. It's an inside joke, man. <laughs> I feel like when you send this in the group chat. The dog's out of the basket? The dog's out of the Probably basket. So. <laughs> we have this group chat. I feel like we've definitely we've talked, talked about, about it on about here. Three or four times. Um, we need to just do a reading of that next week. That's what we're going to do. Come back next week for a reading of the group chat. So it's called Out of Context. We'll go with the most appropriate ones. There are a couple that I'm not willing to put on this podcast. Uh, I don't know. I think they're kind of funny. <laughs> I think they're kind of funny. Um, here's a good example. Um, one of the texts received in the group chat was when you thought you were paying to see a uh, Magic, Magic Mike, Mike strip, strip show, show but, but really, really just a shitty magician. Yeah. That's me, guys. Uh, that I was, said that, that one. was Ashley. So basically, the way the group chat works is um, whenever you hear or say something that's just like really like, what the fuck? Like very funny, very interesting, very like, uh, you send it in the group chat with zero context whatsoever because while in the conversation it may make a lot of sense, reading it without any context is like, uh, you said what now? Like, there was one that's like, this is how we try heroin. Like, <laughs> this is how I accidentally tried yeah, heroin. Yeah, that, that. See, yeah, so like, you read that and you're like, what conversation were you having when that was said? <laughs> how do you accidentally try heroin? what so the whole point is that it's just like a lot of weird stuff that you're like um question mark but the rule is you cannot give any context and you cannot ask for any context so the entire group chat is literally just 
out of context things, out of, like, one after the other. Like, you just randomly send them. We'll get them at 4 o'clock in the morning. We'll get them at 2 p.m. Like, I'm not racist. You just shit on my <laughs> toilet seat. Like, what? What the hell? I said that one too. What the hell? I didn't say that one. I heard that one. Yeah, see, so <laughs> whenever, like, you, it's not always things that you say if you're sending it, but we just have all these random people in it, like, whoever we are talking about it with or whoever has, like, an out-of-context moment that we're like, send that in the group chat! We'll, like, send, we'll add them to the group, and it's just, there's, like, 12 people in it, and yeah. it's just very random. No one knows each other except for everyone knows us. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Which is also how half of our bonfires happen. That's true. We all become very close friends. Yeah. It's great. Thankfully. It's how groups are born. Exactly. Think they're little social butterflies, so I just go sit around the Honestly, fire. Honestly, that group chat would make a fantastic boy band. Send <laughs> <laughs> so the group chat. Oh, God. So, a lot of stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> if you have any super fun out of context, please DM us. Oh, yeah. Let us know. When you hear something wild out of context or you say something wild, send me a DM. I want that message. My Instagram is officially public. What? So I can accept I didn't even DMs. Know that. This is news to me. Yes, I, I officially made it public. And we'll be posting more on our TikTok and on my Instagram when I get my new phone. Ye- finally getting getting an upgrade from this damn 6S. Who I have has no idea. A 6S? I have no idea where she who, is. Who has a success? You're crazy. But anyways, we've got a little bit off topic. A lot off topic. <laughs> to wrap things up, have conversations with your friends, okay? Like we've talked a lot about conversations and relationships and communicating with your significant other, but that's not the only kind of relationship that it's important to have a conversation in. It's not. Like, it's not the only kind of conversation, the only kind of relationship that it's important to be honest and open and transparent and communicate where that communicating is necessary. So have conversations with your friends. Talk to them. Be honest. Be open. Because if you can't be honest and open with your friends, then are they really your friends? Or is it just like a surface level acquaintance situation? It's not, they're not really your friend. No. And please remember, like we said, if somebody is coming to you, try and be open usually it is because they care and they are concerned and they want to be there for you picking sides is a last resort situation that i feel like people jump to very quickly oh yeah especially like if you are ending a relationship and you know that y'all have mutual friends and it's a situation where you can it should be thought out if you're ending a friendship or relationship exactly let them know hey you know this relationship ended you're still my friend and I don't want you to end your relationship with them. Right. But I don't want to be in the same situation as them. Right. You know, I would love to hang out separately. Right. Type of situation. You know, just which is fine. And I mean, if your friend doesn't take it well, then that's their problem. Honestly, yeah. you did the right thing by being honest and being open and being calm about it, but it also depends on how you approach it. Exactly. There are a lot of people that I have not spoken to since the end of my relationship. Um, because I didn't feel like it was my place to reach out. I met them through him. They were his friends first. And so I didn't feel like it was my place to reach out. So I left the door open for them to come to me and I haven't spoken to them since, but I know from my end, anybody that he met through me, I made very clear that is your separate relationship. Do with it what you will. Yeah, and I think that's great and very mature and very, you know, open. And, like, there's there's literally only 
I think one person that I I told my ex that I was like Mm-mm. yeah like neither one of us can be friends with this person anymore yeah. even though we are not together because I am still kind of friends with my ex like we are not on bad terms yeah and this situation for y'all it's very, very specific. specific very specific Let's this go. is why I'm saying like this is not something that was a decision that came, we came to lightly and it was also a mutual decision because we were both wronged from this one specific person in this one specific friendship so it wasn't it was a very like disrespectful situation all around it wasn't like a well I have beef for this person and you can't be friends with them because I have to control everything like yeah it was a very specific situation and that's why we're saying like there's a lot of things that are going to be very different for everyone and that's okay mm-hmm. Do what works for you. Do what makes sense for you, and and that's fine. Whatever works for you is what works for you, because here's the thing. We're adults now. Take a look around, and you can absolutely see that every single person that you know, adult relationships, whatever, they do a lot of really weird things, but it's not weird to them because that's their normal. You know, I know you've looked at someone and been like, what in the hell are you doing? Yeah. That's their normal, and that's okay. Find your normal and then own it. Mm. Own it. Whatever it is that you're doing, own it. Don't worry what anyone else thinks, okay? Because unless you are being physically or mentally abused, don't worry what anyone else thinks. Seriously. Just do your thing, stay in your lane, take care of yourself. Whoever is meant to be in your life and is a good friend will understand whatever specific thing that you do is. So, you know. Um, I think that is all we have for this week. Happy holidays. Christmas is next Saturday. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. Well, I'm 95% sure that Christmas is next Saturday. (laughs) Uh, If I'm wrong, that's pretty embarrassing. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in once again. I'm Ashley. I'm Mina. And remember to make make good choices. choices.